0: Hey everyone, Siobhan Chapman here, and welcome to Top of the Morning on the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. It's Friday morning, which means it's time for the weekend review and preview conversation, where my guests will recap how markets have performed over the past few sessions and preview what you can expect in the week ahead. Today's conversation primarily focuses on the latest CPI print and CIO's thoughts on U.S. equity valuations. Joining us for the conversation, I'm glad to welcome back Matthew Tormey, Equity Strategist Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office. Matt, welcome. We're happy to have you. Hey, good morning, Siobhan, and
1: thanks for having me.
0: Perfect. Let's get started. Investors this week were very focused on the January inflation prints. The CPI print on Tuesday proved to be market-moving. How was CIO thinking about the inflation picture, and might the latest round of data impact the Fed's timing of rate cuts?
1: Yeah, so the Tuesday CPI print was the highlight of the weekend. As you mentioned, Siobhan, it was definitely market-moving. Uh, The S&P 500 ended up falling 1.4% for the day, although it was down by quite a bit more than that intraday. And the 10-year U.S. Treasury yield did increase by 15 basis points to 4.32%. And if we look at the reaction in the Fed funds futures market, it ended up pricing in fewer than four 25 basis point cuts in 2024, with a 64% or so chance of the first move coming in June. So why did we see such a strong market reaction? Well, if we look at the headline and core CPI prints, both did come in above consensus expectations, which the market may have interpreted to mean a later start to said rate cuts. And if we dig a little deeper into the details to see what drove the upside surprise, we can see that core inflation continues to be driven by services. And in this January release, we did have some unusually large increases in areas like hotel stays, hospital services, health insurance, and transportation. But overall, we think it's unlikely that prices for these items will continue to rise at such a rapid pace. And we still expect inflation to slow in the months ahead. Now, what this means for the timing of Fed rate cuts, we still do expect 100 basis points of cuts this year, with the first one starting in the second quarter. And our view on the overall economy doesn't change. We expect to see a soft landing for the U.S. economy of slower growth falling inflation, and a positive fundamental outlook for 2024.
0: So moving outside of the inflation data, what were some other notable macro points of interest this week?
1: Of course. So outside of the CPI data on Tuesday, we did also receive an update on average hourly earnings, which was unchanged from the prior month. And the NFIB Small Business Optimism Index did take a step down in January, with labor quality and inflation being small business owners' top problems in operating their businesses. Uh, Just yesterday, we received a plethora of data points, so running through them quickly. On the more positive side, initial jobless claims came in lower than expectations. In manufacturing, we did have two regional Fed manufacturing index prints for February, and both the Philly and Empire State indices did surprise to the upside relative to consensus and improved by quite a bit from the prior month. And in housing, the NHAB housing market index improved, meaning that the home builders that were surveyed are more optimistic about sales activity in the coming months. On the more negative side, continuing jobless claims surprised to the upside, but just a little bit. Uh, Retail sales ended up disappointing, and severe winter weather was one reason to blame. And lastly, both manufacturing and industrial production came in negative on a month-over-month basis after after flat to slightly positive readings in December. And rounding out the week just this morning, we did receive some housing related data points with both housing starts and building permits coming in weaker than expectations. And similar to the CPI print on Tuesday, both core and headline producer price inflation did come in hotter than expectations. Outside of the macro, just quickly highlighting some fourth quarter earnings season takeaways at the headline level. S&P 500 profits are on pace now to grow by roughly 7 to 8%, which is better than our initial expectations of 4 to 5%. And on guidance, what we've seen so far is encouraging as the first quarter 2024 earnings per share estimate is drifting down in line with normal seasonal patterns. And the bottom up next 12 months earnings per share estimate for the S&P 500 does continue to march higher with gains in every sector with the exception of energy and materials.
0: So, Matt, I want to touch on the markets for just a moment. With the S&P 500 hovering around the 5,000 level, what are CIO's thoughts on U.S. equity valuations?
1: Right. So, as of the close yesterday, the S&P 500 was trading at an all-time high above 5,000, and the forward PE multiples currently around 20.4 times. And although valuations do appear elevated, we think they may actually be reasonable in light of the macro conditions we're seeing on the job front with The unemployment rate at 3.7% and inflation generally cooling. Now, on recent market performance, we do think that it's been more of a reflection of a thriving economy rather than unwarranted animal spirits from investors that we've been hearing more about in the media this week. Because if we do look at the jobs report that we got for January and fourth quarter GDP growth, both prints were solid and came in above expectations. And while the rate cuts essentially off the table for March, Chair Powell has made it clear that the Fed would have no issue easing policy with inflation still on the right track, even if the economy and labor markets remain strong. So, to put it all together, we do think that a lot of good news is priced in the markets right now, and we believe that there is scope for further upside. But in the near term, we would not be surprised to see a digestion phase. So, how are we recommending investors be positioned based on where we could go from here? So, in our base case, we still expect a soft landing, and our preference remains for quality stocks with strong returns on invested capital, resilient operating margins debt, which does mean that these types of companies should be better positioned to generate profits in an environment where growth somewhat weakens relative to last year. And given our view that the rally should broaden out from here, we continue to prefer small caps over large caps, which should benefit um, from our fixed income team view that rates should fall from here, given nearly half of Russell 2000 debt is floating rate debt.
0: Turning to next week, what will be taking place that investors should be mindful of?
1: Yeah, so next week's going to be a bit quieter on the earnings and economic calendars given the holiday shortened week. But there are still a few data points that we should be keeping an eye on. So starting with the economic calendar first. On Tuesday, we'll receive the January release for the Conference board Leading Indicators Index, which is closely watched given it's a pretty good gauge on whether or not there are any upcoming shifts in the business cycle. On Wednesday... Uh, The FOMC minutes from the Fed's meeting earlier this month will be published, so additional insights on the committee's thinking during that meeting. Uh, On Thursday, we'll continue to keep an eye on the weekly initial and continuing jobless claims numbers, which are still at relatively benign levels. Uh, We'll also get preliminary market PMI readings for February for both the manufacturing and services indices, and to close out the week, the latest existing home sales print, which is expected to see an increase from the prior month. And if we check in on the earnings calendar for next week, only about 10% of the S&P 500 market cap set to report, but we are entering the part of earnings season where we hear from a lot of the major retailers. So next week, for example, we'll be keeping a close eye on Walmart and Home Depot. And within tech, a couple major reporters include Palo Alto Networks and NVIDIA, which will be very important.
0: Okay, perfect. Matt, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your insights.
1: Thanks, Siobhan, and have a great long weekend, everyone.